So the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And the sign was in Aramaic, Latin and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but this man claimed to be a king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, they divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. And Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Woman, here is your son. Son, here is your mother. They're quite unusual words, aren't they? Have you ever thought about those words that Jesus spoke from the cross? Remember the uh, old song, Were you there when they crucified the Lord? Were you there when they crucified the Lord? Oh, sometimes, sometimes I tremble, tremble, tremble. You ever realize that Mary was there? Can you imagine the pain of watching your own child being crucified? If you've ever seen anybody die, someone that you love die, you know the pain, you know the agony, the heartache. But when it's your own son, I mean, the the arms that cradled her baby, the Arms that comforted the little Jesus with his cuts and his bruises, the, the arms that were wrapped around him, his mother's arms. And here she is, seated at the foot of the cross, watching her beloved son be crucified. Can you imagine that? The story of people who are on death row as they are facing their execution. There's always one person who's there right to the very end. And that is the mothers. Time and time and time again. No matter what their child has done, they stick with them right to the very end. It's almost like the, the women who gave birth to this child want to be there right to the very last breath. And that is Mary. Heartbroken. 
weeping inconsolable. And then Jesus sees her and Jesus spots her. And in the midst of his agony, in the midst of his pain, what does Jesus do? He shows her compassion, doesn't he? He's the one who is dying, but he sees her and he cares for her. Woman, he says, and he points to John, here is your son. John, he says, here is your mother. Did you see the care of Jesus? He knows her brokenness, he knows her pain, he knows her uncertainty about the future, and he cares for her. One of my favorite verses in the Bible comes from 1 Peter chapter 5, when it says, Cast all your anxieties on him because he, he cares for you. He does, you know. Jesus cares for you more than you'll ever know. Jesus knows your needs, he knows your hurts, he knows your pains, and he really does care for you. Now, it's not just Jesus cares from a distance, he actually cares practically. Because at this point, Mary is probably a widow. We think Joseph is dead by this point. All her other kids have left her there in Capernaum. She's on her own. And he cares in a way to provide for her. He provides a family. He provides a house. He provides a life. Do you know that about your Jesus? He cares for you in a very practical way. Countless Christians can testify to that in their moment of darkest need. Jesus is always there for them. When everyone else has left them, Jesus does not leave them. And he provides that, uh, that word of encouragement, that, that arms of comfort, someone to cry with. He provides a job, he provides a house, he provides a holiday, whatever you need, he provides for you. Jesus really is your shelter. And you're a rock, because he cares for you. Uh, you see the care of Jesus in those words. You also see the, the new family of Jesus, don't you? Woman, here's your son. Son, here is your mother. It's legal adoption language. Uh, Mary and John are not related by blood, are they? If you did their family tree, they wouldn't be part of the same family, but... Because of the cross, they're now a new family. And do you understand that about the cross? That the cross actually creates a whole new family. People who are not related by blood. But we are family. What's that new family called? The church. If you're in Christ, if you shelter in the blood of Christ, you are my brother, you are my sister. We are family. A new family. This church is my family. The older people who act as my mother or act as my father, the younger people, they're my brothers and my sisters. And because of the cross, we can love each other and care for each other and carry one those burdens and, and comfort one another. That's what the cross does. Woman, here is your son. Son, here is your mother. See the care of Jesus. See the new family that he creates. Isn't that worth pondering? 
take a moment just to reflect on those words, and then we'll hear the Bible again. <laughs> 